Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform at Voice First AI. Welcome back to Asking Just Enough. This is your host, Kahan, speaking. And today I'm here with Pat Sweetman from Your Voice First Podcast. And today me and Pat are going to be dissecting, exploring, going through the concept of what we're calling a fear of relative greatness and how that relates to running a business, being a person in general, just navigating the space of being afraid. So, Pat, we're gonna start with, how do you typically deal with fear when it arises? With fear, that's a great question. Typically, recently what I've been trying to do is see the fear and then just take a couple very deep breaths. So an example, let me, I guess let me use an example of when I felt fearful would be uh, this morning. I woke up and I realized that I was gonna be working with Bankroll 614, Quandot, as well as Zaya. I was a little overwhelmed and I was kind of fearful of, oh God, I, I had an imposter syndrome moment. I was like, oh God, am I qualified to be doing this? Am I qualified to be talking with these people? And then um, I really just took a deep breath and typically I visualize a little frog guy on a platform and he's holding this gun and he pulls back on the lever and then he lets go and a bubble pops out and then it encapsulates the thought. I saw this thought of the fear floating towards me and then it moves it away and then it just floats. And then as you're watching that bubble get smaller and smaller, eventually you forget what it was you were afraid of and then you're back with the breath and your frog man on the pedestal and that, so like, I, I think just I took this kind of long, but it, You know, I mean, it's like um, heart rate variability. When you do the breathing, you just, slow down your heart rate and get out of the fight or flight mode and just address the trying to rationalize the feeling trying to why am i feeling this way talking to it i'd like to flip the script and ask you a question what is for people who don't already know what what would you define as relative greatness so relative greatness is i guess the way you have the imposter syndrome is am i good enough am i good enough yet and that yet is really important because there's always going to be a version of you that exists in the future. And that version, if you're doing it right, is going to be a better version of you. And almost being afraid of not being good enough now because you know how much further you can go can sometimes be, can sometimes be paralyzing, can be a little crippling to deal with, I'm not there yet, I'm not good enough yet, and that yet can be a really, I guess, debilitating word when you allow it, allow yourself to be framed within like the parameters, comparing yourself to the future version of yourself. And that's where the word relative is coming relative, in when you say greatness. Yes, the relative greatness, because for instance, I used to have um, dreams when I was younger that I would be flying and well, I'd, I'd start off running and then I start realizing that I'm flying and I could control it. I'd get higher and higher. And usually by the time I'd get like as high as a light post, then I'd just blank out and get scared and wake back up. 
And to me, that signified that I was just afraid of getting to these certain heights, like a bird who's afraid to fly. Like, well, eventually you're going to have to jump out that nest and maybe you don't know how to fly yet, but you're not going to figure it out by staying in the, in the place where you're in, in, by staying in the place of fear. So how do you typically deal with your fear of relative greatness? Well, I guess I try to adopt like a principle of Kaizen, the continual improvement, or um, I forget who has the principle, but if you just increase 1% per day, 1% per day, just knowing that if I keep trying to be better, I will be better. So my pursuit is just actively always going putting my best foot forward, trying to continually stay focused and stay mindful, be focused on my breathing. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, it's really funny getting interviewed on your own podcast. Well, and your podcast. So I just took the script, (laughs) but the genesis, the origin of this idea came from you. So thank you for explaining the relative greatness, but I will definitely bow and hand the reins back over to you. you. You keep driving. Oh, no, no, no. I love the fact that we're going back and forth like this. This is, this is. I love the change of pace. I love it. Um, but yeah, do you ever have like, I think imposter syndrome and the fear of relative greatness go hand in hand very strongly because there's on one hand, like you said, I'm not here. Am I qualified for this? I mean, eventually you realize that like most people aren't qualified for a lot of things, but just getting to a point where you realize that, no, I'm here. I'm showing up. I'm doing the work. And as long as I keep showing up and doing the work, that's what qualifies me is the fact that I'm here and putting Mm -hmm. in the hours. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm focused. I'm driven. I have a vision. I want to be I want to be here. And yeah, it can be kind of daunting, but I think um, I I heard a sailor explain it best. When you're when you're first starting sailing, you realize, okay, all I have to do is go to the horizon. Go to the horizon, navigate, go to the horizon, navigate. And you get to a point where you realize that all you have to do is keep going towards the horizon. As long as you keep going towards the horizon, you're going to get to your destination. Hmm. So as long as you keep sailing, keep following the winds. And I mean, obviously, sometimes you have to put the sails down. You have to, If there's a big gust going, it's going to blow you off course, put the sails down. Take that time to recoup. Do some rest. But when the time comes, you need to get back, open those sails back up and keep going towards the horizon. So I'm hearing that there's a big importance on the consistency, the continuing to execute and just overcoming the relative greatness by just doing it every single day. And right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you are what you repeatedly do. Exactly. You are a makeup of your habits. Exactly. And being able to get to a point where you can program in habits that kind of help you get rid of that greatness, like the more you have to go and talk to new people and introduce yourself and introduce what you do and how you do it. Hmm. I mean, you're going <laughs> to keep on saying who you are over and over again. Interesting. And that's going to, eventually there's going to be enough people around you saying the same thing that you're saying. You're like, well, this is, <laughs> this is the story I've made for myself. And yeah, just keep on, keep on pushing. And people, people forget that, like, just because, I keep telling you the story doesn't mean I don't doubt it to myself sometimes. Sometimes I sometimes I do doubt it. And sometimes the identity can get shaking and crumbling. But I mean, that's you have to stress test. There's going to be growing pains. Mm-hmm. 
And you talked, the, the sailing metaphor is sitting with me of you're always heading towards the horizon and then as you're heading there, you shift and you navigate and then you go back towards heading towards the horizon mm-hmm. and then you shift and you navigate and you head towards the horizon and then you navigate. Similar thing when I was at the Air Force Academy, there was this little wheel of what fighter pilots did. You assess your surroundings, you change your direction, you execute. You take read of your surroundings, you set a goal, and then you execute. You Absolutely. assess your surroundings, you set a goal, and you execute. But the concept of reaching the horizon or getting there, it's like the horizon is really just this faraway thing. And you, do you think you ever reach the horizon? I mean, I think you get to a point where you just enjoy the sailing. You just enjoy being out on the being out on the sea, seeing the waters, going out and meeting new people, going to different bays and docks of life, and just you, you get to meet the locals, and locals teach you about their culture, and you just become this this enriched person because you be, just became a wayfarer. I think it's, I think, and I also think that I guess, like, the reason you'd be afraid if you like, in the dream of flying too high, is that because if you keep going high enough, eventually you're gonna have to go back down, and if you go back down, like. With the same surprise, you're just running, and then all of a sudden you start flying, and all of a sudden you're not flying, and now you're falling. Mm-hmm. It can be really scary to think about what happens when I get to this point, and then I fall. And I think that's where like the fear of the relative greatness comes up because it's mm. I keep on getting higher, I keep on getting higher. What goes up must come down, yeah. Mm. But like you said, if if you're cre- a creature of habit and you're continually building these new habits that and taking on these projects that encourage you to grow and change. I don't think that the cha- I think the chances of you falling become less and less especially as you increase the like accountability of your personal brand mm-hmm. and get more people involved in like who you are, what you're thinking, mm-hmm. then it becomes less of a oh you achieve this and then it becomes more of a oh you are this. Mm-hmm. And like unless you completely drastically change your character all of a sudden. You don't have to worry about that, mm-hmm. that falling off the peak. How much of the relative greatness do you think comes internally versus externally? How much comes from you saying to yourself, this is who I am, this is what I'm doing, versus how much is coming from other people saying, Yo, you're Kahan, you're a designer, you're a podcaster, you're, you're XX and X, and then hearing those. Like, where does, I guess what I'm trying to understand for you particularly is uh, internally versus externally with this relative greatness, where, does, where are we typically talking when we're talking about fear of relative greatness? Um, I think in the, in, with relative greatness, it's you kind of feel stifled by who you are right now because you know it's not where you want to be mm-hmm. and forgetting that the process is where that character development happens it's not like all of a sudden your favorite character becomes this new person it was a journey and it took this it took it took all these different factors to blend together and it's like oh yeah no i see how you got here it was it was a journey for you and i think that we forget that our life is the movie we're watching. Our life is a movie we're watching. If you're always if you're always asking yourself, "Hey, how can I?" If I was watching this, what would be interesting for this character to do? 
And then you start living out that way. You start getting this more. You start getting more rich experiences in your life because it becomes well. If this if it had to be entertaining, then maybe I would talk to the stranger. Maybe I would take that random trip to Bali and live there for a month. But not being stifled by who you who you are, not even who you are, but who you think you are, and just remembering that most of the things that you wanted to do are somewhere in there. If you're a builder, you've always been a builder. If you wanted to teach, you were probably always telling somebody something hmm. and trying to share your information with somebody. Hmm. If you were, an, if you're an artist, which almost everybody hmm. is, you were always trying to solve some kind of problem and and put something down. There's there's a whole bunch of socialization and programming that happens, hmm. and I think the fear of relative greatness to get over that fear requires you reprogramming yourself to not be on Instagram and trying to compare yourself to these lives, these curated mm. feeds of people. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like, well, if I'm a writer and all you see is the writer out here doing this and doing these shows and all that, yeah, you're not there yet. But it's a process. You have to be able to build up to, okay, well, I have to find a market. I have to be able to ship this product to people. And I think I, I say fear of relative greatness. I do. But I don't know if it's necessarily like, I don't know if it's the fear so much as it is like just being discontent with where you are now. Being discontent with where you are now and being scared that like Hmm. of how you're going to get there. I think that's really what it is. The big question mark of the anxiety of Mm. how am I going to be this person that I plan on being. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The same way like Kid goes to school. A kid goes to cool school. I'm talking about like an 18 year old kid goes to college, yes, and yes. it's like, I want to get this degree. I want to get this career, career, but I don't know how this is going to lead to that. And yeah. how am I going to make these connections with these people? And I don't know anybody, and it just becomes this overwhelming. Maybe it's the the overwhelming of relative greatness. Might you be saying that makes it. me want to shift the first answer I gave of how do I deal with that? When you say being discontent with where you are and knowing that you could be better at my parents gave me a journal for Christmas and it was from this podcast, Bigger Pockets, which is all around real estate. So it, it had this real estate focus, but it said set 90 day goal. Most people underestimate what they can do in three months and they overestimate, no, what is it? They, they underestimate what they can accomplish in a year and they overestimate what they can accomplish in a day. So it said one of the aspects is set your goal that's 90 days down the road and then each week Say, what are you trying to do that's going to get you closer to there? And then in the day, this, this is kind of long-winded to get there. What is the minimum next step that you need in order to get there? Mm-hmm. So this morning, I had the vision. Every single musician is going to be on Alexa for musicians. And I had this fear of, holy cow, how do I do that? That is such an overwhelming goal to get the, the millions, probably millions of musicians that are out there on this platform. What do I need to do today? So taking that, what is in my control? What is the Kaizen? What's that 1% that I can do today that's going to get myself one step closer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Today, today I past Patrick, who is now dead, past Patrick, set up these meetings with these musicians. If Pat really wants to put every single musician on here, he's going to show up to those meetings today because each musician he meets up with is content that he can produce, which is going to share with the world what they're working on, which is going to get him one step closer towards 
the Spotify's, the Apple Music's, the Genius, the SoundCloud, the Tidal, the Napsters, any of those platforms. Because those platforms, the people who are running them and making the decisions are probably scrolling and they're probably going to be connected with one of these musicians and if not one of these, one of the next ones. So if I didn't have musicians today, it would have been, what's my next step? My next step is to message someone that's going to get me one step closer towards getting every single musician, which means that I have to message one musician. Okay, there are 10 in my DMs. I'm going to message one of these guys and say, tomorrow, let's meet. Today, if there's time, let's meet and then let's make that happen. So it's like taking the big, I think this is something I'm very good at, is taking the big goal of what I'm trying to do and then getting it all the way down. Taking the strat, like we talked Sun Tzu quote, strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. Tactics without strategy is noise. A lot of people, there are some people out there that are big idea people. They can talk about an idea and how cool it is. There's a person that's coming into mind, but I don't want to talk about them right now. <laughs> there are other people that can execute, and then they have no strategy. Those are the people that are taking musicians' terms. Those are the people that are sitting there, and they're taking photos. They're taking photos of them rolling a blunt. Then they're taking a video of them at a performance. Then they're taking a photo of their kid. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, what is... That's tactics. It's good that you're executing every day. But what is your strategy? Like, what are you trying to do? If, if there's no strategy, if there's no long-term goal, if you're just sailing... Okay, you're right, not going right, to go anywhere, right, right, that, right. and that might be fine for you to not go anywhere. Other people are like, this is the horizon we need to head towards. And then when you ask, okay, well, what about this? They're like, bro, I have no idea how to sail a boat. I'm just saying we got to get there. And then I, I think something I've been working on is how do I mix myself with both? How do I both say this is the platform we need to build, but also get behind the computer and then like code the lines that need to happen? How do I not only say I need to get every single musician on this platform, but then sit down with individual musicians and actually execute on those tactics. And then it all comes back to, for me, just minimum next step. I only have 24 hours. After that, nothing's promised. I die. In my mind, every single day you die, and then you wake back up reborn. What, there's this meditation. Sa -ta -na -ma. Sa is birth. Ta is life. Na is death. Ma is rebirth. Every single day we're born, we experience life, we die, and we're reborn. And each day we have the opportunity to do this. And each day we wake up feeling, I think what you're saying, this fear of relative greatness. This over, I, I guess now I'm going to coin it as the overwhelming of relative greatness. Overwhelming. The overwhelming of relative greatness. But yeah, just dealing, being able to deal through it, cut through that noise, and just having having some kind of signal, some kind of flag that at the end of the day is like, no, that is where we're going. That is our North Star, and these are the landmarks that we need to see along the way. And as long as we can continue sailing, I think that it gets a lot less overwhelming when you only have to worry about it one day at a time. One little, you, I guess to close it off, the word journey comes from the word comes from a word that means a day's work or yeah a day's travel so the journey is every day the hero's journey is every day you go through those little cycles like you said you samanala you go through all those every day and remembering that yes we are on this boat and we are heading that way but as long as we keep going somewhere every day, we're making progress, incremental, but it's progress. 
I'm okay with that. It's a journey. It's a day's work. So for listeners of the Your Voice First podcast who are interested in following Kahan, following Asking Just Enough, following all the work that you're doing, how, what is the best way for them to follow along with what you're doing and uh, start collaborating with you? The uh, best way to contact me, to reach me, to explore my brain would be to visit uh, kahan.blog. It's the home for everything Kahan, portfolio, podcast, blog, all kinds of stuff there. Pretty fun time if you're into art and thinking. It's a good time. Um, that's, that's my base. That's my home base right there, kahan.blog. And anything you would need is right there. And if anybody wanted to get in touch with Voice First, how would, how would they go about that? To consume our content the fastest and easiest way, look at the closest smart speaker and say, hey, Google, play the latest episode of Your Voice First podcast. And if I didn't just hack your device and you have an Alexa, Alexa, play the latest episode of Your Voice First podcast. Um, no real apologies if I just triggered your device. That was kind of my intention. And if you want to contact, reach out to us on any platform at Voice First AI. All right, Pat, it was great having you on. It was also great being on. <laughs> Very meta how we're having two episodes happen simultaneously. I want to ask you to, to send it off. Do you have any last words or final thoughts regarding either regarding relative greatness or in general? A lot of people listen to my podcast in the morning when they're driving to work. Do you have any thoughts? Final thoughts to send them off into their day. My final thought would be, it is a journey. Every day is a journey. And as long as you can keep putting in the work, as long as you can keep walking the walk, you'll get there. As long as you know where you're going. Actually, you don't have to know where you're going. Just keep having the journey and the intention. As long as you have attention and you keep on walking it, working it, it'll get there. But it is a process. It is a journey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform at Voice First AI.